Arizona's Noah Fafita has taken college football and the Pac-12 by a storm. What is his ultimate upside, though? How far can he lead the Wildcats? Let's get started here on Locked On Wildcats. You are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Wildcats your first listen of the day. This show is brought to you by Jace Medical. All right. Now, Arizona football is obviously, for one of the few times ever, is taking college football by the, by, uh, let's see, by the storm. And a big reason why is because of Noah Fafita and what Noah Fafita has been able to do for the University of Arizona. Now to recap. No, Fafita was kind of a what a mid to low three star recruit. Had all the uh, all the uh, arm strength you needed, all the mobility, all of that. The question though was his height, in that he was five foot seven. Um, and right now, I think it's very easy to say that uh, Noah Fafita probably should have been rated higher, and maybe he's going to be a trendsetter for shorter quarterbacks. We'll see. But. What you can tell, though, is that the dude is definitely just a winner. Um, unlike JDL, when uh, Noah Fafita comes in, the offense just stays on time. It stays ahead of the downs. There's no more second and 19s because you're you know running and you're trying to chuck it out of bounds or uh, you know uh, not taking the easy 15-yard run in front of you. There's none of that. If you're open, Noah Fafita is generally going to get you the ball. And I think what's really impressive about Noah Fafita and maybe kind of an underrated aspect of all of this is that when players are running open, he is finding them. Now you might say, Mike, that's a quarterback's job. True. But in college, it can be a little bit more difficult than that. I think as some people know, and you know, sometimes you get quarterbacks who want to make the big play. Noah Fafita wants to make the winning play. Now let's look at the, uh, let's look at, uh, you know, some of these examples. Um, Tedaroa McMillan and Jacob Cowling are about as good a receiving combo as there is in the con or as there is in the I'll say almost in the country. That's how good they are. Um, these are both all American type players right there. Very, very good. Both really good football players. Um, both will play in the NFL. T Mac will be a first round pick. Jacob Cowling's shorter. So, but I think Jacob Cowling, it's fair to say, will play in the NFL. The, uh, the one thing, though, is that um, there's a lot of other wide receivers. Last year, you lost Dorian Singer. That was a big loss because, you know, I think it was a bad loss or a big loss for both sides because uh, Dorian Singer has kind of just become another guy at USC. And, I mean, he's good, but, you know, he's just another dude. Whereas at Arizona, he was the leading receiver last year. Wasn't the best receiver, but he was the leading receiver last year. Um, that is something that you definitely need to keep in mind. Um, when it comes to, uh, um, you know, Jacob Cowling or uh, Dorian Singer, I think the staff uh, chose very wisely right there. Now, um, but you haven't been able to replace the number three receiver there. That is something. It's not all uh, It's not all golden gooses for Arizona. But the one thing about him, though, is that Noah Fafita, I think, is going to change that. Um, whoever that third receiver is, we're going to find out. Montana Lamonius Craig, Arizona tried to force feed him the ball a ton yes, or last week. Five catches, 32 yards. I mean, not bad. 
but I don't ever look at Montana Lamonius Craig and say that that's going to be an absolute difference maker. I'm actually far more intrigued by the, uh, by the uh, Kevin Greens of the world. And Kevin Green, for example, is the uh, Kevin Green is the dude that, again, was committed to SC. And whenever he gets on the field, whether that's um, whether that's, you know, uh, in scrimmage or in a game, he tends to make plays right there. Not only does he tend to make plays, he tends to make the quarterback look good. I don't believe that and with Noah Fafita in Kevin Green's gotten more action Two catches this past week catch before. I don't think that that's a coincidence that Kevin Green takes or that uh, Noah Fafita takes over and Kevin Green gets open all of a sudden. Um, and I think we could say the same thing for uh, Tony or excuse me for Tony Jones. We could say the same thing for AJ Jones. We could say the same thing for Malachi Riley as well. Players that hadn't caught a pass this season or Malachi Riley had caught one, I think, but not really difference makers though. Not players that were making big time plays when you really needed them to make big time plays. Um, and I think that's where Arizona is a little bit different right now. And that if you get open, you're going to eat. That's the best way I can put it is that, and we talked about this before, is that under Noah Fafita, you're going to make sure if you're open, you're going to eat. That's just the way it is. And not only is that the way it is, that's just the way it should be. And again, it's kind of an underrated aspect because we've seen a lot of bad quarterbacking here. Let's be honest, a lot of bad quarterbacking here at Arizona and across the country. I mean, you know, Jaden Delora did some really good things last year, but Jaden Delora was was bad this year. There was really no other way around it. Jaden Delora was bad. And not only was he bad, um, he wasn't seeing the open player. Things that just can't really happen if you're a quarterback of a team looking to get to that next level. And so right now, no Fafita is doing all of that. And on top of that, the tight end is going to be continuously utilized. Tanner McLaughlin, a.k.a. Tanner McGronklin, as some are calling him around here, has been he's been fantastic. And not only has he been fantastic, he's been the dude that is getting open when uh when Noah Fafita has the football. That's something again that you just got you can't really take for granted. And so what is the next step then for Noah Fafita? Honestly, I think something that we need to keep in mind though is that he is continuing to use his legs. And that is a very underrated aspect because that is something that at least drove me and some other people, I think, up a wall is that when Noah, or excuse me, when Jaden Delora would have 10 yards in front of him, he wouldn't take it. He, for whatever reason, he would not take it. And that became very frustrating after a while because I think a lot of people are wondering, why are you not taking this? You, why are you, these, these are open to you and you're not taking these. That's where I think it became frustrating for a lot of people. Noah Fafita, continue to do what you're doing right there, my friend. Continue to do what you're doing because um, we're also, we also know that you can, uh, that uh, that's part of staying ahead of the chains. And that's the best thing that I could say about Arizona right now is that Noah Fafita stays in front of the chains. And not only does he stay in front of the chains, he stays in front of the chains in a way that uh, allows uh, Brennan Carroll to be able to call plays that are more advantageous, obviously, for the offense. Now, some people are asking, what exactly is uh, Noah Fafita's ultimate upside? That's a great question, and I don't know that, but I will tell you this. Arizona is going to be able to win a lot of football games with Noah Fafita at quarterback, and we're going to explain why. I don't think that he really has some of the downside uh, that uh, maybe some people think as far as the ultimate upside. But first, 
All right, got to pay the bills, Jace Medical. All right, here's the deal. Use promo code LOCKEDON for $20 off. Get yours today at Jace Medical. Jace Medical is the best way to stay prepared for everything. Um, you can have the life-saving medications on hand and that should never be an afterthought. Again, antibiotics, emergency medications, five emergency life-saving medications to use in time of needs. You can check this out, backup prescription supply. It is all there. Again, Jace Medical is on the cutting edge of all of this where some other people are not ready for it. Jace Medical is ready for it. Check it out. Again, use promo code Locked On for $20 off. Get your get yours today at jacemedical.com and then and then FanDuel. All right, FanDuel, here's the deal. We are in the best time of the year right now for betting. Um yeah, baseball on, which I don't like baseball, but it's at least bearable come postseason time. You can bet on baseball or you can bet on football and basketball is right around the corner. Mr. Burns fingers right there. Check it out. FanDuel.com backslash locked on college. All kinds of really good stuff. You will thank me later for it because, again, um, FanDuel makes the game more enjoyable. Who doesn't want to be on FanDuel when you can? Because, again, it's fun. Check it out. All right. Now, we're going to take a quick break and then come back and talk about Noah, Noah Fafita's ultimate upside. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Wildcats your first listen of the day. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right. Noah Fafita's ultimate upside. What is it? What is it, my friends? Um, I don't think that there is. I don't think we know his upside. I think that when it comes to cerebral quarterbacks at the college level, I think height can be somewhat overrated. Um, and not only can it be a little bit overrated, I think it can be a stumbling block. Now, again, we've never really seen anybody like Noah at five foot seven doing what he's doing, but it doesn't really seem to affect him. I mean, he played in the best football league in the country in the Trinity League. And guess what? He was able to chuck the ball. Uh, all around the field. It wasn't like he was getting passes beat, uh, knocked down at the line of scrimmage or anything like that. He was able to just basically do what he needed to do. And not only was he able to do what he needed to do, he was able to map. He was able to, uh, uh, he was able to uh, basically change the way that the normal quarterback, and he's, he's mastered the sidearm throw, ducking in and out, utilizing angles, um, all kinds of good stuff. And not only that, he's able to basically control a game. And that's something that I think you got to give a ton of kudos to for and to his pops, Les Fafita for making that one happen. Because um, again, it's an untraditional uh, situation right there, but he's able to make it work. And not only is he able to make it work, he's able to excel at it. And I think that's where it, uh, if you're an Arizona fan, you have to be very happy about uh, the current uh, situation of the Arizona quarterback spot. But I don't think there is there, uh, an ultimate upside. I don't think we know it. 
Because keep in mind, and I, this drives me up a wall when people say this, that, well, you know, he's a game manager. No, he is not a game manager. He is a, he's a difference maker. You don't win two back-to-back freshmen of the weeks in the conference by being a game manager. That is not it. He is a, when you can drive the ball right down the field at, at will, pretty much, you are not a game manager. Um, I guess if he's a game manager, then Tom Brady's a game manager because he just made things look super easy out there. That mentality drives me up a wall. We will not take that mentality around here on the Locked On Wildcats podcast. And on top of that, let me ask you this. Anybody out there that thinks he's a game manager, what throws have you seen him make that you're like, oh, 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 that's a big red flag right there? There are none. Don't fall into this groupthink nonsense where – well, you know what? This can't. This has got to be too good to be true. It's not really working, all of that. Don't fall into any of that. Don't fall into any of that right there. Because, again, this is a. there's something different about this guy, and we're going to talk about that in the next segment. But he also commands the respect of the entire locker room. That is something that is impossible to understate, in my opinion. When you command the respect of an entire locker room, um, especially with some really talented football players on it, many of whom are going to play in the NFL – that's something that you you can't really minimize. And not only can you not as I reach for my pen, and not only can you not not only can you not minimize that, you can't really put a price tag on it because all those guys out there respect him. It's not like you're throwing in the scrappy walk on, you know, slapping him on the butt and say, "All right, man, just don't screw this one up for us." You're out. You're tasking him with going out there and dropping 300 plus yards through the air. Uh, 40 points, and he's doing just that. That is not a game manager. That is nothing of the sort. So we will not sit here and have those aspersions cast. But overall, um, I don't I don't see what his uh, actual, what his upside, uh, you know, what it can't be. Because next year, look at it. You're going to be bringing back a, a dominant offensive line. Yes, you're going to lose Jordan Morgan. That's a big loss for sure. But you get back Jonas Sabanea. Um, you already got Wendell Moe, Josh Baker. Raymond Polito, you got two other, you got a bunch of other guys there that I think are going to be ready to rock and roll at that other uh, tackle spot. I think you could see Elijah Payne or uh, Tylen Gonzalez, Big Rhino, somebody in there as well. All kinds of different dudes in there that can play, um, and I think one of those guys will emerge. But overall, though, this is a this is a pretty darn good offensive line, and I don't really worry ever about receivers under Jed Fish. Um, Tedaroa McMillan's going to be back for one more year. I know, one more year, because I think he's then likely to declare for the NFL draft. But then after that, um, you still got back Lamonius Craig. Not sure how I feel about that. I think Kevin Green is going to be ready to take on that Jacob Cowing role. And not only do I think he's going to be ready to take on that Cowing role, I think he's going to catch for eight or 900 yards. On top of that, you also have um, – excuse me, you also have a uh, – uh, like I said, an A.J. Jones, a Malachi Riley. On top of that, a Carlos Wilson that's redshirting. I don't really worry at all about uh, these positions. And at tight end, Kean Burnett. Kean Burnett, let's not forget about Kean Burnett right here. I think uh, obviously with Tanner McGronklin, McGronklin around, it's easy to kind of forget about the other tight end there, the ex-high uh, four-star tight end that was committed to SC. I think he's going to be a monster as well next year. There's a lot to like about Kean Burnett. I think both those dudes are going to be very, very good. And uh, then in the backfield, you're always going to have weapons. 
Jonah Coleman is back. Jonah Coleman feels like he's going to be an NFL running back. Um, you got Jonah Coleman back. You got Fam, Rayshon, Speedy Luke. Um, and then after that, you got Brandon Johnson. You've got a plethora of different options right there. Um, Jordan Washington coming in. I don't really worry much at all about the running back spot right there. As a matter of fact, I am uh, I am more than okay with everything that is set up at that running back position right there. Um, so Noah Fafita, he's going to have the weapons around him that he shouldn't really have a problem becoming an all-conference type quarterback. And especially, too, going into the Big 12, it's going to be fascinating because um, not only is it interesting going into the Big 12 – you don't have a lot of great defenses there, but it's fun football at least. And I think that's something that is very enjoyable. We cannot minimize fun football right there. And not only not, can we not minimize fun football, um, it's a conference that if you win it, you're going to have a seat in the playoffs. That's just the way it is. I don't care what anybody says. You're going to have a seat at the playoffs. And I think Arizona with Noah Fafita is going to be very, very, uh, very have a very good chance of making that happen right there. Because again, I think I think Arizona is going to be walking in there with a real chance of really surprising some people there because of the talent. And it feels like he's kind of got a legendary status type feel to him right there. That is a lot, but also that has a legendary status feel to it. eBay motors, ebaymotors.com. The right parts, the right fit, the right prices. eBay guaranteed fit only to U.S. customers. Check it out. Again, ebaymotors.com. The right parts, the right fit, the right prices. All kinds of good stuff right there. Like Nipsey Hussle said, cut out the middleman right there. eBay Motors is there for you. And not only is eBay Motors there for you, again, it's got the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices. Check it out. Only available to U.S. customers, my friend. Only available to U.S. customers. Check it out. eBay Motors, that will get you moving just like the Arizona offense. All right, now we're going to come back and then talk about possible legendary status emerging for Mr. Noah Fafita. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats, and making this your first listen of the day. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, now. Legendary status approaching for our guy, Noah Fafita. What say you out there? Because I think that this is going to happen. Um, I know that he's, uh, I get that he's five foot seven, um, but there's just something about him that is just different. And that he, like I said, he's got a coolness, a calmness perspective that you don't really, uh, you don't really see in many quarter, or you don't really see in many quarterbacks. And you're not going to find anybody that prepares better than him. You're not going to find anybody that wants to succeed better than him. He was made for this moment. He just wasn't made from a height perspective for the moment. But again, that's all right because again, he's been able to. He's able to make still all the throws that you need. And not only is he able to make all the throws, he's able to throw people open. It's kind of that old Peyton Manning, uh, that old Peyton Manning argument where just just uh just run and I will get you the ball somehow, some way. Fafita's got a little bit of that to him. And I think that's what's also refreshing for Arizona fans, is that there is quite a bit of that to him. And that's again, that's something that you can't really minimize. You've got to be able to either have those throwing lanes or not, and he can move around in such a way that he can do it. And keep in mind, too, he's done this against Washington SC and Washington State. Um, and two of them are on the road right there. And against Caleb Williams, 
you didn't know who was who, you would say that he was the better quarterback on the field. Michael Penix, he played very well against Michael Penix and Washington State. He clearly outplayed Cam Ward. So those are the uh, those are the guys that are kind of his competition right there. And I think that um, it's fair to say that this isn't hyperbole we are engaging in, my friends. Not hyperbole. And uh, I honestly, I think that we're now kind of at the stage where it's okay to say that um, going into the Big Twelve, the uh, going into the Big Twelve, it's not going to uh, it's not going to uh, really be any different for Noah Fafita. As a matter of fact, I think that he's going to be able to do exactly what he uh, uh, exactly what he uh, is able to do. I think he's just going to be fantastic there, and I think this entire city is one thousand percent prepared to enjoy what they're watching out there because again this dude is a little bit different and not only is he a little bit different um he is somebody that's easy to root for anthony Jamino, our good buddy has said uh that you know at this stage in the game i like people that are easy to root for and um not only do i like people that are easy to root for i like people that are um i like people that are you know, that, that are good, that are that you can win with. Noah Fafita is one of those dudes. Again, I think you're going to see him by the time he leaves. Um, I think you're going to see him be that guy that I think it's probably going to be fair to say is going to be an all-conference at the very minimum and possibly an all-American who captures the hearts of an entire fan base and maybe is that kind of that uh, line-in-the-sand difference maker. We'll find out, but I think there's a very real possibility for that one. All right, now... Um, uh, going forward, we are going to talk. We're going to talk tomorrow about Arizona's defense. Johnny Nansen, Dwayne Aquino. What is the uh, what is the connection right there as far as uh, how are they working out? Because again, obviously something is working out very well between them. And not only is something working out very well between them, they're also I think helping each other in a big way. Again, the Arizona defense has been fantastic, and I think that's something that uh, we need to continue to build up because, again, we have not watched good Arizona defenses here at the U of A over the years. All right. On that note, though, you guys have a great rest of your Wednesday, as always. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats, and making this your first listen of the day. We will be back with you tomorrow. You've been listening to Locked On Wildcats.